The good news is, you don't need another time management system to be more productive. Most people think that being more productive means managing their time better, but this simply isn't true. Overwhelm has nothing to do with time management and everything to do with energy management. Welcome to Is This All There Is, the podcast for high-achieving women who have checked all the boxes of success and are left feeling overwhelmed, unfulfilled, and stuck. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ryan Fear, and in each episode, we'll use principles of cognitive psychology, feminist theory, and expert mindset coaching to help you build the confidence and clarity you need to accomplish whatever it is you want, even if you don't yet know what that is. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to Is This All There Is? episode number 28. Now, it is Monday when I'm recording this, and my daughter rode in a horse show this weekend. And for those of you who have ever ridden in a horse show or gone to a horse show or supported somebody riding in a horse show, you know that it's a lot of work. It's not just riding in the show in and of itself. It's the preparation up ahead of time, organizing everything, making sure you've packed everything, making sure your horse is ready. It's trailering your horse to the show site and making sure that they're taken care of and they have everything that they need. And then the days of the show are really long where you start early in the morning with feeding your horse and it's basically a full day of running around in the sun. And I wasn't even riding. I can't imagine riding on top of all of that. So I am pooped. Um, But I knew I was going to be pooped, and so I scheduled accordingly. I gave myself time today. I gave myself time to unpack, and I took a nap this afternoon and really tried to keep it as a light day so that I could recover. And that's not because I'm not telling you that because I think I'm this amazing person and I give myself time. This is a hard-earned lesson. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today is the idea of time management versus energy management. And I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably, if not feeling overwhelmed right now, you have felt overwhelmed at some point in your life. And you are not alone. Our generation was taught that we could have it all, so we tried. We have the careers, the families, the homes, and instead of feeling satisfied and like we've done it right and we've arrived, we're exhausted. And on top of that, the world often feels like a constant dumpster fire. Our lives are more complex than ever before, and we feel that. So where do you think overwhelm comes from? And I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I think this is really important to keep in mind. I'll give you a hint. It's not your to-do list. It's not the number of calendars you're responsible for on any given day. It's not the pile of dirty dishes in the sink. Overwhelm comes from your brain. And that's good news because your brain is pretty easy to manage once you have the right tools. If you think about how the brain evolved, it was basically to survive. There was an option not to survive and an option to survive. There was one thing to eat, and it was usually an animal or a plant in the near vicinity. We didn't have to decide between all of the options in our grocery store. We didn't have to decide between takeout and making our own food. We didn't have to meal plan. We didn't have the same amount of decisions as we do today. Now, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't have wanted to live in the Stone Age. I think I would have been pretty rough and gruesome. Um, And I think a lot of the conveniences we have of 21st century life are pretty awesome. But our brains 
haven't evolved much over time, and they simply don't have the skills to manage the complexity of life in the 21st century on their own. So your brain freaks out with the number of options, the number of things that are unfamiliar, and the number of things that aren't going according to plan. This is because your brain really likes routine. It likes plans. It likes things to go as they've always gone because that means you'll stay alive. Your brain would like nothing more than if you woke up at the same time every day, had the same morning routine, wore the same clothes, took the same route to work, ate the same thing for breakfast, did the same tasks during each day, and did all of the same things in the evening. Because so far those things haven't killed you. And anytime you try to do something new or anytime more than like two options come up, your brain freaks out. The good news is you don't need another time management system to be more productive. In fact, your feelings of overwhelm and stress have nothing to do with time. Now, most people think that being more productive means managing their time better, but this simply isn't true. I could give you all the time in the world and you would still feel overwhelmed think that you didn't get anything done, and feel exhausted at the end of the day. How do I know this? From personal experience. When I was a high school assistant principal and my daughter was young, I felt overwhelmed all of the time. From the moment I woke up, I would run through my to-do list in my head, I would feel anxious about all of it, and I would tell myself there wasn't enough time for everything I had to do. I would be behind by the time my feet hit the floor each morning. I felt like I was failing at everything. My mantra was, I'm so overwhelmed. I'll never get it all done. And then in 2019, my mom unexpectedly died. I took a leave of that, not a leave, <laughs> I took a leave of absence from work and suddenly had a ton of time on my hands. I noticed one day when I was returning from the grocery store that the old familiar feeling of overwhelm was along for the ride. And then I noticed what I was thinking. You guessed it. I'm so overwhelmed, I'll never get it all done. I had all the time in the world and only like one or two tasks to complete each day, and I was still overwhelmed. Why? Because I hadn't learned to manage my brain. Specifically, I hadn't learned to manage my thinking, my emotions, and my energy. So today's podcast, I want to dig in a little bit deeper to the concept of energy management, because you don't need another time management hack. Overwhelm has nothing to do with time management and everything to do with energy management. So I'm going to teach you a tool that I love using personally and I love teaching to my clients. And I talk about it in my overwhelm workshop frequently because I think it's such a cool tool. It's called Do, Delegate, Don't. And this system really can help you be more productive without that end of the day exhaustion. And it'll help you get more time back each day that you can use on the things that are really important to you. You ready? Oh, and by the way, I have this all written up um, in a worksheet that you can download. I'll put the link to the Do Delegate Dump worksheet in the show notes. Okay, step one. Now you need either a piece of paper or a Google Doc or some other method for recording stuff. You are going to write down everything you have to do in the next day, week, month, or so. And I mean everything. Personal, professional, all that stuff in the back of your brain that's taking up space and energy. Get it all out on your paper. 
get every last little thing out of your brain so that it's not continuing to take up space. It's You're not spending energy ruminating about, oh my gosh, I have to clean the car. I haven't cleaned the car in like two years. Get it out on the paper. When you think you're done, ask yourself, okay, what else? Okay, what else? Keep going until you can't come up with anything else. When things you need to do stay in your brain and your brain keeps ruminating about them, that costs energy. Get it all out. Okay, you got it all out? (laughs) Step two. Okay, now you're going to take each of the tasks on your list and think about it in terms of energy. So what I mean by that is, you know how there's some tasks you do throughout your day and you just feel drained? And then there are some tasks you do throughout your day and you feel like you have more energy after you do them? And then there's some tasks you do that you don't feel like you have more or less energy. You just do them. So for each task you do throughout the day, there is an energy cost. Some tasks naturally cost more energy to use specifically than other tasks. We each kind of have our own energy set points, and we each have things that we love doing and they give us energy, and we have some things that are harder for us to do, either mentally, emotionally, physically, that cost more energy. And I'm mainly talking about, unless you have a really physical job, um, for the purpose of this podcast, I'm mainly talking about mental and emotional energy. I'm not talking so much about like, <laughs> that just sounds weird, like you're picking up your house and moving it. You know what I mean? I've been reading a lot of books by British authors lately. And so my brain was like, it's like moving house. You get what I mean. You get like the idea of emotional energy, mental energy, and physical energy. We're talking mainly about mental and emotional energy. Okay. So for example, for me, coaching clients, creating workshops and programs and teaching are activities that give me energy. After I teach a workshop, I have so much energy, I feel giddy. After I coach a client, I have a lot of energy. Those are the tasks that give me energy. Small, detail tasks like accounting and making the pages of my website link to each other and making sure that like all the detail-y things in my business are all lined up and correct. Those kind of tasks drain my energy. Other tasks are simply energy neutral. So for each task on your list, I want you to read the task and ask yourself, Does this task usually give me energy? Does it drain my energy? Or is it energy neutral? So if it gives you energy, put a plus sign by it. If it drains your energy, put a negative sign by it. And if it's energy neutral, put an equal sign by it. This is a very sophisticated program here, you can tell. (laughs) Now, you might not know thinking about some of the tasks that you do. And that's okay. You can wait until you actually do the task and then make a note of it later. So after you've done that, step three. Now I want you to take a critical look at each of the energy draining tasks on your list. So each of the tasks that you put a minus sign by, a negative sign by. And do an honest assessment of each task. Ask yourself two questions. First, does this task actually need to get done? A lot of the tasks on your to-do list, if you're like me, and you're like a lot of people that I work with, 
I'm guessing that a lot of the stuff on your to-do list, a lot of the tasks that just don't get done and that you beat yourself up for not doing, don't actually need to get done. I'll give you an example. I have had clean out my car on my to-do list for months, if not a year. My car is basically a dumpster. I live on a farm. We have horses. We have dogs. I'm a messy person in general. I always blame the animals first, but really, it's just me. Um, I have a fairly new car, and it's a dump. And in fact, my husband and daughter were talking about dreaming about getting a sprinter van, and they were like, yeah, but mom, you wouldn't be allowed in it because <laughs> I would just crap it up. So I've had clean out my car on my list for so long. And every time I see it, I feel guilty and I feel shame because I have not cleaned it out and reminds me how dirty it is. For tasks like that, cross them off. Some tasks on our to-do list serve the only purpose of making us feel guilty. When you cross these tasks off your list, it doesn't mean you'll never do them, right? Like, I'll clean my car someday. But it's not like this constant reminder and story that I tell myself of being a failure. Cross those off of your list. Those are just costing you energy. You'll do them at some point, but you don't need that daily reminder about the task making you feel heavy and draining your energy. If it's meant to be, it'll come up again someday. But for right now, I give you permission to cross all of those tasks off. The tasks that don't actually need to get done, that are kind of like pipe dreams, cross them off. You'll feel so much better. Now, for the tasks that the energy draining tasks that do need to get done, the ones that remain on your list, ask yourself, do these tasks need to get done by me? So ask for each task, does this actually need to get done by me? Because there are probably a lot of tasks on there that you could delegate to somebody else and you just haven't. They probably don't need to be done by you. There's probably somebody else who lives in your home that could do some of the personal tasks. And there's probably somebody else that you work with that could do the professional tasks. And there are probably a lot of people you could hire to help with both. I know delegating can be really hard. I think that'll be a topic for another podcast. Um, we tend to think that we have to do all the things. And on top of that, we tend to think that we have to do them perfectly. But that's just not true. All that's doing is costing you energy. There's probably someone in your life that would actually like to do some of the tasks that you dread. Let them. For professional tasks, there's probably somebody that you work with that it would be a great opportunity for them to do some of the tasks on your list. Let them. So for each of the energy draining tasks that you don't personally have to do, ask yourself, who would this be an opportunity for? Whose job description is more aligned to this task? Or who can I pay to do this task? The third one can be tricky because a lot of people don't want to spend the extra money. But I want you to think about it like this. Money is nothing but energy. Money is a currency. Energy is a currency, right? You exchange money sometimes to save energy. So you can always make more money. However, your time and your energy is finite. It's 100% worth it to spend money on tasks that drain your energy. Think about it like this. If you spend, let's see, I'll use an example of cleaning your home. If you spend three hours per week cleaning your home on average, think about if you were to hire someone to help clean your home 
for even one hour per week to save you that time. What could you do with that time? You could, if you work for yourself, you could spend that time on your business and generate more income. You could rest and you could generate more energy. So there's so many more amazing things that you could do with your time by getting some time back by spending some money. So think about not only you're spending money to have that task done so you don't have to do it, but you're spending that money so that you get time and energy back. And that's 100% worth spending money on. Okay, so now on your list, you should only have things that give you energy, things that are energy neutral, things that you have to personally do yourself that you can't outsource to other people. Now your next task is to get the most important tasks on your calendar. So you're going to want to choose about three to five of the most important tasks on your list and schedule them for the current week. I like to do this activity on um, Sundays so I can set up my next week with my most important tasks. Now, some of the tasks you might have to break down into steps and get those steps on your calendar. And this is kind of getting into more project management and time management. But for example, if the task is to, let me think of something, my brain's not giving me much. But if a task is something bigger than one step, you're going to want to break it down into individual steps and put those steps on your calendar. Because what gets scheduled gets done. So choose three to five most important tasks and schedule them for the current week. And then pick the next three to five most important tasks and schedule them for the following week, and so on and so forth. What I mean is actually put them on your calendar for specific days and times. So this is usually where people ask me, well, how much time do I give each task? And here's what I'll tell you. You probably know from personal experience that each task is going to take the amount of time that you give it. If you give yourself three hours to write a blog post, it's going to take you three hours to write a blog post. Because what we tend to do is, myself included, myself especially, is look at how much time we have to do it and then think, oh my gosh, I have so much time, and then get up and make a snack and then maybe go for a little walk and talk to somebody and then maybe come back and clean off our desks. So give yourself just a little bit less time than you think you need for each thing. That's my advice to you. Um, let's see, keep going. So keep putting in your three to five most important tasks for weeks in the future. You can have your to-do list all planned out for like the next six months if you want to go really crazy. And I realize your things change, and so you're always monitoring and, and adjusting this, but it helps your brain so much to know that each of the tasks that you have, each of the to-dos that you have on your list has a specific designated time and day on your calendar. It feels pretty good. Now, you're going to want to cram more than the three to five most important tasks into your week, but I really want you to try to avoid that. That is because you want to start small to set yourself up for success. When you experience success, you'll be much more likely to stick with this system, especially if you're a perfectionist. Perfectionists tend to think, oh, three to five tasks isn't nearly enough. I'm going to schedule 20 tasks in the next week and be so productive and efficient and get so much stuff done and it's going to feel so good. 
And then we do like three of the tasks and we burn out and then we can't do the rest of them. And then we tell ourselves we've failed and the system doesn't work and we never do it again. So start small. Let yourself be successful. So there are two things to keep in mind also when you're scheduling these things on your calendar. The first is try to balance out energy draining tasks with energy giving tasks throughout your day as much as possible. You really want to avoid packing a day full of energy draining stuff if you can so you don't end up depleted by the end of your day. The other thing I was going to talk about in those two things to keep in mind is how much time you give each task, but I already talked about that. We're done. We're saving time. So I hope that this tool is helpful for you. Again, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you to download a worksheet to help you to do this. But give it a try and then let me know how it goes. Send me an email. You can reach me at amanda at amandaryanfear.com and just let me know. And in If working with your brain to feel more productive, to feel more ease, to get more time back, generally to have a better life, if that work interests you and you want to learn more about it, book a consultation call with me. They're 100% low pressure, complimentary again, so there's no cost. It's you and me chatting about your life, talking about what's working, what's not working, what you'd like to change. And then we can create a path to get you from where you are to where you want to go, which is so much fun. We can talk about how to use these tools on the regular in your own life. So you can book a consultation um, at amandaryanfear.com backslash consultation. The link is also in the show notes. I've set aside some time in the next few days, especially to speak with you about these tools, about managing your time and your energy so that you can get more of what you want out of life and not feel so overwhelmed all the time. So book a call. We'll get you on track to a life that feels good. All right. I hope you have an amazing week. Let me know how you're doing and I will chat with you later. If you found this podcast helpful, head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And go ahead and send it to a friend while you're at it. Thank you. My mission in life is to liberate women from the limiting beliefs that are holding them back from living their fullest, most joyful lives. If you'd like to learn more about my work, check out my website at www.amandaryanfear.com. That's A-M-A-N-D-A-R-Y-A-N-F-E-A-R.com, where you can find links to join my free private Facebook group and learn more about working with me. 